I want to ask everyone a question real quick, since we've all come from all kinds of different places. And with that being said, a huge welcome um, to everyone for being here, but also to some friends and family from Brisbane that have come all the way, from friends and family from the US that have come all the way. So thank you for being here. Um, but I want to ask you, what does your morning look like? Standard, everyday morning, what does it look like for you? Like, think it through. I know for some of us, you're probably thinking coffee, right? Right? Like, yeah, coffee, you know, and fair enough. A lot of us, that is our morning routine. Uh, you know, brushing your teeth, hopefully, is a part of the morning routine. All right, disclaimer there, hopefully. Um, maybe having breakfast. I know some people like to skip breakfast, but having breakfast, big part of the routine. But here's the thing. We do a lot of these things because we're just so used to doing them. Every morning we wake up and it's like coffee, breakfast, and it might not be in that order, but we do these things. It's tradition. We, we do them. But have you ever stopped to think, you know, all these things, they really matter. We don't just do them for the sake of it. Each one of these things has a purpose, a purpose and a value to what that is. Cause and effect. There is a, a cause. There is the coffee, for example. We have that coffee. Why? Because we're probably a bit tired and we need that wake-up juice to kind of kickstart our, for the coffee drinkers out there, to, to, to kickstart us for the day. You know, having breakfast, you, your body needs that, that fuel, that energy to actually get through what is to come. You know, when it comes to um, brushing your teeth while you were sleeping, bacteria is building up in your mouth and you need to get rid of that so you don't have bad breath during the day. Like, all these things have, you know, something that we do, but the reason why. Yet, I find that so often in our lives, we fall into the trap of having a, a different approach when it comes to our faith. We have this trap of wanting the, the effect without you know, doing anything to actually get us there. We, we think, man, this is where I want to be, but we forget about the journey. You know, but we wouldn't do that for anything else in life, right? Like, it would sound crazy. If I was to say to you, yeah, I want a really big house, but I don't want to work hard at all for it, you'd be like, well, this guy's gone crazy. If I was to say, I want a great education, but without studying at all ever, you'd be like, okay, that, 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 it doesn't make sense, Kieran. If I want to be super fit, but I don't want to do any exercise in the process of getting super fit, again, it, it's not going to be a thing. If I want a really strong relationship with, with my wife or, you know, if anyone here is like, I want a strong relationship with my husband or wife or friends or family or whatever, but I don't want to talk to them or communicate with them ever, you'd be like, this person's lost the plot. It's just not going to happen. Yet, so often in our faith journey, we say, I want to grow in my faith, but we don't prioritize the things that will actually help us get there. Because that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about priority. I'm talking about that beautiful thing that is setting aside what is on that priority list and what overtakes other things. See, staying focused on not just what we want, but the actual means of getting there. See, one thing that many of you do know um, is that there's another ministry that I, I look after outside of my, my church stuff, which is an online ministry reaching out to, to gamers and, and people all over the world, thousands of people in that. And, and in that, there's a particular term that we use. And you've probably heard this term as well in sports teams or in you know, things like that. Um, it's two words, and it's two words that I absolutely love. And I want to introduce that vocabulary to us today. Uh, very simple, focus up. Focus up. And all that means is when you have an objective and you've started to take your eyes off the prize, it's just reverting back to where it is that you wanted to go. So, for example, you're in a race, you're on the final lap, and you're, you, know, you can see the finish line, but then all of a sudden you start going, I wonder what's for lunch today. And you start kind of looking around and you kind of slow down a little bit. That's when your coach or your teammates or whatever will be like, yo, focus up, the, like, get back on track. We, we, that's where we're going, focus up, get, head back over to it. And... 
you know, I think it's an amazing thing, but my question to you is this, what is it that you, as an individual in your life, need to do in order to focus up on your, your faith journey? You know, do you have things in place? Do you have times in your day set up intentionally to, to focus back onto the things of faith and of God? Is that even a part of your day? Is that even a part of your routine, or are you just hoping for the best and hoping that you grow in that process? You know, I, I want to look at um, a passage of the Bible today. It's from the book of Psalms, chapter 5, um, and it, it's amazing. But l- let me read this to you, what is written here. It says this. It says, Listen to my words, Lord. Consider my lament. Consider my, my sadness. Hear my cry for help, my King and my God, for to you I pray. In the morning, Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my request before you and wait expectantly. See, for the writer of this passage, the mornings is, is what is needed in there. And there, there's huge value to that. Because, you know, in the morning, spending time with God, as, as Pastor Matthew can testify to, he's an early morning guy, um, you know, to, to do that and to spend your God time there means you're kind of setting up your day where when things happen later on in the day and things go wrong, which they will, then you go, well, what is it that I read this morning? You know, how was my prayer time this morning? You, you've kind of got that to, to fall back on. And that's great if you can do that. <laughs> because I recognize that, for not everyone in this room, uh, mornings are a good time for you. I recognize that when I read a verse like, in the morning, Lord, you hear my voice, and we talk about what does your mornings look like, uh, a bunch of your hearts probably sank because you're just like, Kieran, mornings are, <laughs> that's, that's not my space. I, I will hit the snooze button seven more times than I should have. Um, I'm trying to get the kids ready. It's, everything's frantic. I'm late for work already. There's all these things. You want me to add to that mix spending time with God in there, So my challenge is simply this, even if it's not in the mornings for you, find out what it is. Because I think that that intentionality is so important. If the morning isn't the right time for you, then that's okay. But without intentionality, I don't think any time will ever be the right time. Because life is busy, right? There's always things going on. There's always things to think about. There's always things to worry about. You're never just going to be sitting there going, I have so much free time. I think I might spend it with the Lord. And if you do, let me know your secret because I I need some of that. Um, But that's the thing. If it is a priority for us, then that is something that we should start to, to really look into. And if you can follow in the footsteps of the Psalms and do it in the morning, by all means, do so. But I want to ask everyone two very simple questions right now for you to answer just in your own heart, to, to answer this, and answer this honestly, all right? Be, be real with yourself. Question one is this, is growing in my faith a priority to me? Like legitimately, don't assume, I'm not going to assume that it is a priority to you, but is it? Is growing in your walk with God actually a priority to you? And if so, if it is, then what am I doing about it? Legitimate question that I think all of us should ask ourselves regularly. What am I doing about it? Because at the end of the day, no one else can grow your faith for you. Nor should they have to. Your pastors can't grow your faith for you. Your youth leaders can't grow your faith for you. Your spouse, your friends, your family, these people cannot grow your faith for you. They can encourage you. They can sharpen you. They can spur you on and, and you know, give you that pep talk that you need. But at the end of the day... Is you and I as individuals that need to take ownership of the faith that we have and think, what am I as an individual doing to, to step that up? You know, at some stage of our lives, all of us needed to be spoon-fed, 
right? At some stage, we were, we were children, we were, we were babies, and, and we needed that, but a stage comes where you go, okay, I now decide what I'm going to eat and what I'm not, and all those things. The same principle applies right here, and that might look completely different for you as it will for me, as it will for Pastor Matthew, as it will for the next person, but my challenge is to think about where in your day, in your world, does that fit? Spending that priority time with God. Now, that might mean spending time with God in the mornings, like it says in the Psalms. That might be that for you. It might be before bed in the evenings. It could be. It could be when you're on the train. It could be when you are on the bus on the way to wherever it is that you need to go. It could be while you're driving to work, um, or for those of you that are often stuck in traffic, you know, attempting to drive to work. Um, you know, it, it could be that. It could be while you're intentionally going for a walk. Like, maybe you need to go, hey, it's my lunch break. Normally, I would just eat my food at my desk, but maybe I just need to eat it quicker and then just go for a little five-minute stroll around the block and just take some time there. I don't know what that's going to look like for you, but to build a relationship with God, something intentional has to be happening there. See, whatever you do, what I would encourage of us is give it a go and be persistent. And if it doesn't work out, don't just give up on that. If it doesn't work out, don't go, okay, well, I tried and it didn't work, so game over. I'm not going to try it again. Like, I know that that doesn't work for me. Try it again. It might work out differently the next time. Or if that strategy didn't work, try a different one. You know, try a different method if you need to, but do not give up. Because at the end of the day, our relationship with God is a journey, right? And it's a gradual one. And we all go through good seasons and we go through bad seasons. So continue on and be persistent. But remember that one step forward is still a step forward. And that is something worth celebrating. Even if it takes a lot of trial and error and a lot of hardship on the way, it'll be worth it in the long run. You know, I was reading um, just the other day um, the Ten Commandments in, in Exodus chapter 20. And in there, I, I noticed, you know, the first two commandments, right? The first two commandments being, you know, do not have any other gods and do not make idols. Um, and I was thinking, you know, in our context, in our society, uh, at least for me, I'm not really at risk of kind of building a golden statue and starting to pray to that. Um, nor am I really kind of concerned about starting to worship other gods. But I'm like, hold on. For you and I, are there other things in our life that, you know, going by that principle of priority, are there other things that we have made an idol? Are there other things that we have made as too big a priority in our life? And it's taken our eyes off that goal. It's taken our eyes off that. Is it that in your life you've made a priority your, your work or maybe your family or, or maybe sports or hobbies or passions. And yes, all of these things are good and important. I'm not saying neglect your family, but I'm saying that if all of your attention is just on building up and raising your family the right way, but you as an individual are not growing in your walk with God, then something has to shift there. We need to recognize that priority list and do that. But here's the thing. If your answer to any of what I just said was yes, you know, that this is a bigger priority than your, your faith of the journey, then just remember, it's not too late to actually make a, a shift in that and to make a change for good, to really build yourself up. You know, jumping back to that passage from Psalms, I want to read this to you once more because there's something that we often just overlook. We skim read it and we don't think of the, the, the real power of this statement. It's in verse 3 specifically. And it says this, it says, In the morning, Lord... You hear my voice. 
in the morning, I lay my request before you and wait expectantly. Can you just think right now, just for a moment? 7.7 billion, that's a B, 7.7 billion people currently alive on this planet. The same God that created everything that you've ever seen, everything that you know and love, that has made the mountains and the sky and every star that is in it, the same God that breathed the earth into existence, that God, that same God, hears you when you talk to Him. That is something that often we just go, okay, you hear my voice, I get it, God hears me when I pray. But just think about the magnitude of that for a second. 7.7 billion people and he's going to listen to you, yet he does. It says, I lay my request before you and wait expectantly. It's such a beautiful, beautiful picture. And I love that. I think that's just something that we need to really think about in that journey. But at the end of the day, he hears our voice if we're actually speaking, right? If we are actually calling out to Him, the, the onus lies on you to have that conversation. So I know that there might be people right now that are like, okay, Kieran, so what if I do make it a priority? What if I free up some time? What if I say, okay, we're, we're going to do this, you know, from now on the train trip is going to be where I have my God time. What do I actually do in that space? Like, now that it's a priority, how do I use that to grow my faith? And my answer is very simply this, W. WPC. You weren't expecting that, were you? You thought I was going to say WWJD. No. <laughs> um, yeah, it's not WWJD. In fact, it's something that I think last night when I was, you know, just praying about this, this, this line came to my head, WWPC. And it, all it was, was four of the many different things that I think comes down to, four of the many things that I think are going to help us grow our faith at a really practical level. And it's simply this, worship, Word, prayer, community. These four things, I think, are incredibly beneficial things for each and every one of us. Worship being recognizing God the Father and the Creator and how good and amazing He really is. Be that through song, be that through whatever, but just worshiping Him and giving Him the glory that He deserves. Word, spending time in the Bible, in God's Word. He gave us this for a reason. He speaks life through this, like this, this is something incredibly beneficial and we have access to it at all times. Spending time in God's Word, prayer, that great conversation, you know, that conversation, recognizing that He hears our voice and that we can lay these requests before Him. And, you know, covering all that in community, in having a, a group of people that you know will build you up and will lift you up and will encourage you and will sharpen you. You know, the fact that you are in this building right now means that these four areas are not foreign to you. That these are things that to some degree we're all already invested into. But what I want to suggest, challenge if you will, is have a look at that list, worship, word, prayer, community, and run that by your priority list of what takes priority in your life. And go, is there something lacking? Is, is something here not really there? Is the only time those boxes are being ticked when you show up to church on a Sunday or in your everyday, in your day-to-day, -day, are these things actually happening? And are you growing and investing in yourself and in your own journey with God? You know, a lot of people might be like, yeah, but Kieran, at a practical level though, like how if I'm driving, you know, that was one of the examples that we had, how, how do I do that if I'm driving? 
Well, you know, there's one beautiful thing called the Bible app. Um, in fact, there are many Bible apps, but, you know, there are people out there, did you know this? There are people out there around the world that have dedicated hours and hours and hours of their time into literally sitting there reading out the Bible into a microphone so that audio Bibles can exist, so that you and I, without even having to read it, because some of you might be like, I'm, I'm not a great reader, Kieran, and I, I'm not really into that kind of thing. You don't have to. Like, you can literally be in your car, plug in the aux cord or the Bluetooth or whatever it might be, go on the Bible app and hit play on whatever passage you want to hear, and someone will read this out to you. You can do that while you are driving. All right, I wouldn't recommend having the Bible on your lap and flipping through pages. You'll probably cause an accident. Uh, you'll, you'll see the Lord quicker, but, you know, not, not the intention. Um, but in that moment, right, you can do that. You can spend time praying while driving. You can spend time listening to worship music while driving and, and crying out to God for, for these things. That can all happen if you prioritize it. Because you can also flick on your favorite radio station and just listen to a talk show for a bit. Of course. And that's fun and that's enjoyable. But at the end of the day, priorities means if your only time is that time, utilize it. I'm going to pray for us as we, we wrap things up, but can I really genuinely ask for each and every person in this room right now, don't do me a favor, do yourself a favor and just think, where are you at in that journey? And keep in mind, it is a journey and it is a long journey and there are ups and there are downs, but are you as an individual prioritizing this? What is it that you need to do to, to focus up and to redirect that mindset back to the things of God when you are struggling? And do you have things in place to do that, to invest in, in worship, in, in God's Word, in prayer and in community? Where are you at in that journey? Let me pray for us and uh, we'll go from there. Father God, Lord, I, I thank you for this community. I thank you for our, our church. I thank you that you are a God that provides this. Whether we're here or wherever we are in the world, Lord, I thank you that you give us access to you in a personal way through prayer, that we can actually talk to you and you actually listen. God, I thank you for that. Lord, I thank you that you've given us your word, that you've given us this thing that we can read and, and we can hear from you, Lord. Lord, I thank you that there is even a point to worshiping you because you are so good and you are so magnificent that we want to worship you, Lord. I thank you for this community, God. I just thank you for what you are doing. And I just pray for myself and every single individual right here in this church, Lord, that we can take a look at our own lives and just assess and reflect and think, what is it that I'm building here and how do I continue to grow that? What priorities do I have and how, if I need to shift them, how do I do so? God, thank you that we can be here. I pray that you continue to just challenge us and encourage us every step of the journey. In your son's name we pray. Amen.